Well, good day from New Zealand. Uh, Meredith Monday and a bit of a somber one at that. So uh, we'll say more in a second. Thanks so much for joining us on a new Sojourner Pod Week, and uh, we're getting going with Meredith Monday. I think most know, but we are um, based in New Zealand. I'm based in New Zealand, uh, pastoring a church in Wellington, and um, over the weekend we've had some pretty tragic events in Christchurch. I think it's pretty much all over the news everywhere, so you, you probably have heard about that um, if you're listening to this at this point. And, um, and so a lot to think about and process over the weekend. A lot of families are mourning, and uh, it's a difficult, difficult thing. Uh, there are just a few. I, I felt almost, you know, as we move forward on the new week, it, it feels just a bit wrong, maybe because I'm in the throes of it all, just to press on um, without any acknowledgement at some level of, of just the travesty of it all and just a sense of shock about the whole thing. And uh, obviously at these times you feel completely helpless and uh, you just you just have to take stock at how how bad the human heart can be and how merciful Jesus is and 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 those sorts of gospel truths are really all we have just come back from a church service where we preached the gospel and you know it just dawned on me even as I was preaching there is really nothing else to say uh, but everything that the Bible declares to be true of man at this point there is uh, we need a savior and uh, times like this you see why and uh, you see the horror of sin and everything that it stands for and uh, the wisdom of God's way and just the tragedy of rebellion and uh, the graciousness of God sending a Savior for us who really don't deserve it. Um, and the gratitude that we should then move on in as we live the Christian life. Um, and so it is... Um, there's just a few things. I took the we, the whole last week, pretty much, Cody and I um, did a series on Islam. And um, yeah, it's I took them off <clears throat> on the Friday um, just because uh, bad timing, I suppose, at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to in any way. I'm all about let's let's debate Islam. Let's uh, go ahead and and look at those things. But I just, you know, just in context, yeah, I don't want to come across as in any way provocative. Uh, that's not the goal of those podcasts. It's really, it's just a matter of, of wanting to work that subject through, which just in, in as things have turned out, is just, uh, it's not the, not the best timing to look at it. So uh, we might look at, into, uh, look at it once again later on or repost those at some other stage. Um, and hopefully everyone understands, just, just wanting to be as sensitive as possible, um, wanting to do this thing in a way that, that is um, glorifying rather than seeing as, as seen as being um, opportunistic. Certainly that's, uh, I, would, I would hate for people to think of that that way. Um, and so those are off if you, sorry, if you got halfway through those. Um, and as I said, we'll, we'll relook at those things later on. It is, um, just being Meredith Monday and all, I really want to say very little just in, in light of what's happened and just maybe give a little pause for reflection. But, um, you know, one of the things about Meredith Klein and, uh, the, the doctrine of common grace that he articulated, common grace was there. Um, it's always been a, a doctrine, but it's been shaped in different ways and not quite has, uh, exegetically articulated as as uh, it has been under Klein's um, scholarship, and um, it, it really creates a, an amazing sense of ability to cope during these sorts of times where you get a sense of perspective. And what I mean is this: 
um, you, you know, you see a lot of media come out um, and a lot of a lot of sentimentalism um, in response to tragedies like this. A lot of liberalism and Christianity exposed, I think, in that people want to reach out. They want to they want to be kind. They want to say nice things. They want to acknowledge a humanity of the, uh, of um, uh, well, they want to acknowledge a, uh, the reality of man's true unity as created beings. And there is something about that that we, we must be able to acknowledge. And um, the problem comes in when our theology doesn't allow for that. And so uh, we feel like we've only got two choices. We stop taking the Bible seriously. We start thinking, well, you know what? We're all actually worshiping the same God and let's just, you know, love each other. And let's just, uh, you know, just say, hey, we're all brothers at the end of the day. And, you know, a lot of that is just the theology giving way at that point. It's just people are not willing to sacrifice what they know. They, they know it's good to reach out and, and, and comfort and, and they're not willing to let their theology get in the way of that. And so they throw orthodoxy down the tubes in the process. Um, a lot of that, I think, comes from liberalism and maybe a, an inadequate doctrine of, of common grace. But with common grace and being such a very clear doctrine in the Bible, um, you don't have to do that. You know, there is every way to be able to uh, be on a, on a very different team in terms of religion. You know, um, we don't worship the same God. That's the bottom line. We, we have radically different conceptions of God. But we're both, we're all made in the image of God. And that's, and God himself is glorified, we believe as Christians, when we acknowledge that, when we work together with even unbelievers um, to promote the well-being of humanity, uh, that we are citizens in this world uh, with other citizens of this world, whether they're Christians or not. And um, and that's part of this two-age sojourning idea. Uh, while this age uh, works itself out, we are part of it, even though we have a foot in the next age as well. Um, and the reality is that theology is very, very uh, helpful to frame how it is that we can reach out to those who um, perhaps totally disagree with us at every point and really otherwise are against us, to, to, to reach out as fellow human beings and not feel like, we somehow have to throw our theology down the tubes in doing that. We don't have to. That's uh, perfectly legitimate. And you can be as solid and concrete and theologically conservative as you ever needed to be. Um, and you don't have to sort of sway into some sentimental liberalism or anything like that. So I hope that makes sense. It's actually a very powerful idea. And we'll probably flesh this out at some point. In terms of religious freedom, I mean, if you buy into this idea of common grace then what you're understanding is that there is a design in God's plan that allows um, even those who turn against God at any level to have a legitimate place in this world for the God-appointed time of this age. And that, that very much feeds into this idea of the way even... Um, we should want a government to rule. We don't want, as Christians, uh, as two-age sojourning Christians, to uh, finally be able to get into Christian government and make the whole world Christian or any kind of post-millennial idea or triumphalism or theonomy. Uh, if anything, at our very zenith, what we're going to see is the flourishing of humanity in all its different forms. And uh, and even though there are some religions out there and some ideologies out there that are against Christianity, the thing about 
two-age sojourning kind of Christianity is that we will fight for the people who oppose us to be able to oppose us. Uh, we see that as the ideal, not theocracy. God has not called us to, to um, uh, you know, storm the land. And that Joshua, when he took the land, was pointing to Jesus when he comes back. Until then, we are Daniel in Babylon. We are Joseph in Egypt. We are um, we are working with the culture and uh, together with uh, the the culture. We seek the the peace of the city, as Jeremiah himself instructed the exiles. We um, it's a very important, very powerful principle right now, uh, and shows a real sense of unity. And I imagine that if that is articulated well, um, that 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 would be a help and a blessing to hear from someone who perhaps disagrees with Christianity, is in another religion. It's a way to be affirmed that you know Christianity is, is something that comes along and understands life as it is, and is um, not only capitulating to the age, but is, is moving along a very set um, idea that from the very beginning, from Cain's own rebellion, has been in place. Uh, where God Himself allowed Cain a legitimacy in 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 His common grace and the city building and flourishing that took place, and uh, if anything, the Sethites dwell among the the Cainite cities. So, just just something to think about. Um, something that's hopefully relevant to you as you consider um, the 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 kind of reaction that you you might be wrestling with in your own heart as a Christian. Like, what what do you feel? Uh, I know some Christians will look at, at mosques and say, well, you know, we don't want mosques, so where, where are we? Well, you know, you might not side with the, the religion of Islam, but but you want mosques, trust me. Um, if you don't want mosques, you don't want your own religious freedom. And um, and really, there's, it leaves you in a very tight space. Either you're going to go full throttle theonomy, and it's going to be a kind of a heretical kind of theonomy. We want religious freedom. We're prepared to especially coming at it from a Baptist perspective. I mean, this is our jam. We want religious freedom. We're willing to, to lay our lives down for the people who will ultimately be against us. We want them to have the voice to be against us. Our tools are the tools of persuasion, not force. And um, we want fairness wall in a government which is uh, very much Kleinian, very much Meredith Monday stuff. And in fact, uh, hopefully, as we keep going with these Monday, Tuesday sessions, thinking about two kingdoms and how Klein's covenant theology impacts two kingdom theology, um, hopefully this will become clearer and clearer over the months as we talk about it. But um, there's hopefully, again, a little bit of thought for you. Um, so just keep that in mind. And, and then the other thing, of course, is that you know we, we want to show that we're in no way connected to this kind of thing. Um, I believe they've, they've got the guy and he's who knows, some sort of white supremacist or something like that. And uh, hopefully that comes across as an extreme enough sect or whatever it is. But it truly, I mean, there's no connection to the way Christians uh, ought to in any way, even at their worst moments, uh, as they consider the, the, the differences they have with, with uh, Islam. Uh, it's really, at worst, we're, we're, we're using uh, powers of persuasion, uh, but, but when it comes down to shove, at the end of the day, even if, if, if Christians are mis- mistreated or have felt wrong, uh, hard done by in the past, they're to return that with, with love. And so now is an opportunity to, to make sure that any, any person um, you know uh, that, that might not be clear on that, um, gets to really be a recipient of grace and mercy and love 
and so you reflect the gospel. And we're praying at this time for opportunities for the gospel. I mean, things like this happen, and um, it gives you a real concrete sense of, uh, of of the reality of the state of things, life and death, and the preciousness of this moment, and and uh, just brings a lot of stuff into perspective. Um, and so, um, certainly, I'm praying for opportunities in the gospel um, in the weeks to come. But um, those are just some thoughts somewhat related to Meredith Monday uh, and Klein's theology. Um, I'm going to just drop it right there because I think the rest of the time I just personally just feel like I want to just you know, not get too heavy and, and uh, take the opportunity just to, just to kind of let us all reflect on that. And, um, and we'll come back at it tomorrow. Uh, with Two Kingdom Tuesday, and uh, we have some more some more of these themes out there. Um, but bless you guys. Uh, keep safe, and uh, talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.